The theme of today, the text for today is seriously. I know it sounds a little strange, but that one word, it denotes urgency, it denotes careful attention, it denotes that you are alert, aware, and you take this thing genuinely seriously. That is important to you. Hello? If something is important, it is serious. There's some things that we don't have time to laugh and joke about. There's some things that we don't have time for, 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 for frivolity. We have got to be sober-minded when it comes to things of importance. Amen. When it comes to things of importance, we have got to be sober-minded. Help me out. Help me out. And, and the thing, as I, as I iterated last week, I reiterate today, we in the church have lost the reverence that is due. There is a reverence that has been lacking, missing, that's been lost along the way as we become so familiar in a negative sense with religion and God that we have forgotten to hold them up in high regard. There are certain things that we just do not play with. There are certain things that are not for, for, for game or for sport. There are certain things that we have got to be serious with. It's got to be so important and so reverent that we sanctify it and put it in a place that it cannot be commonly attached. Seriousness. We have got to understand God to the degree that we sanctify the Lord in our hearts. And that we don't allow ourselves or anybody else to play a game or to use him for comedy. Or to know, I don't hear anybody. To use him for comedy, to, to use his name in vain, to speak lightly, to act lightly toward him. He's too holy. He's too holy. And after all, there's reverence with every other religion and those religions don't even have a real God. I may get in trouble for saying that, but hey, that's the truth. If I'm going to get in trouble, let me get in trouble for the truth. Other religions that we dare not mock them because it can bring about a violent response. If you play with Allah or Muhammad, I don't hear anybody. If, 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 there are certain things that you cannot do other religions will not allow you to do hallelujah and, and it's because of their reverence for their God but we serve the one and only true and living not just true but true and living God, oh God help me, who sits upon the throne. All things were made by him and without him was nothing made that is made. I don't hear anybody here. He does not have power.
power, but he is the power. God sits in sovereignty. He is the omnipotent God. He sits in supremacy. He sits in majesty. Everything bows to his voice. Everything flows by his will. Everything is by the word of his power. There is no God like our God anywhere. Somebody needs to praise him. He is the God most high. He is the God most high. There is no other God beside him. He's not standing on a platform juxtaposed to a pantheon of other deities. He stands alone. Dagon falls before him. Satan is under his feet. Everything has got to bow to his majesty. This is the true God. The God that answers by fire. The God who shakes the foundations. The God who treads on the serpents. This is the God. This is the King of glory. This is the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of God. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. This God is the God. There is no other God. And he has a name. In an era where we're losing pronouns, in an era where we're changing pronouns, in a gender fluid nation and era, I've got news for you. He is uh, the most high king. He stands in power and he has a name that's above everything. He He has a name that is above every name. His name is so powerful that at the name of Jesus, 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 every knee. Every knee shall bow in heaven. Every knee on earth. Every knee under the earth. Satanic knee. Demonic knee. Antichrist knee. Every knee. Every knee of disease, every knee of sickness, every knee of abuse, every knee of fear, every knee. I wish I had some help. Every knee.
shall bow and every tongue shall confess hallelujah you better hear what I'm telling you this God is too great to be played with this God is too holy this God is too mighty for the church to play politics now ain't about a color ain't about a title because there's no title greater than God's Archbishop Bishop Pope Preacher Pastor Evangelist Prophet Prophetess Those are small titles But there's one name There's one name One name Greater than them all. And when you're dealing with God, you gotta deal with God with reverence. You gotta reverence Him. Don't play with the tongues. Reverence God. Don't play with the church. Reverence God. Don't play with salvation reverence God let the holy be holy reverence God y'all don't hear what I'm saying he is a mighty God let me change that he's not a mighty God he's the mighty God because there's no other God beside him he is the only God of power so we've got to regain our reverence We've got to regain our reverence. Mm. We've got to check ourselves. Because some of us got caught up in that vortex. Oh, Jesus. Don't call them like that. Don't play with that thing. Call them when you need them. Call them like you love them. Hey, hey, hey. Call him like he's important. When you call him, call him seriously. Hallelujah. When you call his name, call him seriously. And if you're not serious, don't play with that. Sit down, let me finish. We've got to get back to the point where our relationship is serious with God. So serious that people can see it. So serious that they see a difference in us. So serious that we display a holy and righteous stance. So serious that we talk about the one we love. We've got to get back to that. We, we, we've got to get back to that. We have got to be Christian at all times. Our Christ, listen, our Christianity doesn't take a break. We, 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 we don't get a day off. I don't hear anybody. We don't, we don't get a day off from Christianity. 
our Christianity is perpetual. With every beat of our heart, we are Christian. With every breath that we take, we are Christian. We love the Lord and he heard our cry. He saved our souls. He forgave our sins. He cleansed us from our wickedness. He gave us his name. We are serious about this relationship. And if you're serious, it shows. It shows. The reason why the world is not clamoring to Christ is because his representatives haven't been serious. Didn't want to clap on that one, did you? I don't know. I understand. I understand. Because I'm talking about you. I'm talking about everybody here that that hit hard. Because the truth of the matter is, if we would open our mouth and really become serious about this thing, people would know about the love of Jesus Christ that are dying now because of our silence. Do you realize that our silence causes death? While we're sitting here fighting our inner wars, our inner wars shows that we haven't taken this thing seriously. The battles that we wage against one another are insignificant, insipid, immature, foolish battles. Amen. We disrespect one another, we dislike one another, we find odds with one another, we develop cliques with people of the same lunacy that we have. We're sitting back acting out this thing, playing a game, and don't realize that you're setting yourself at odds with your true help and your sister and brother. You're fighting against somebody who can be your prayer warrior, your prayer partner, but you let the enemy blind you and you've taken on foolishness instead of seriousness. I don't have time for you to be my enemy. I have a job to do and we need to do this together. I'm serious about this. So serious that I can forgive your infraction if you can forgive mine. Let's link arms and walk in this thing together because there is a world waiting for our unity. There is a world waiting for our unity. There's a world waiting for the church to get their act together. Get your junk disposed of. Get your heart back in line with God. Get the mind of Christ and get to work. Don't go out there without his mind. Don't go out there without his heart. Don't go out there without unifying with your brother and sister. Because the world don't need fake, foolish Christians. They've had their fill of the fake foolishness. That's why they drive by our churches and don't stop in. Because they don't want the foolishness. We don't welcome people. We don't invite people. We don't treat people like they are important to God. They got to pass our litmus test before we treat them nice. Because you really think that you matter in the scheme of who God loves? 
Your opinion of people doesn't change God's opinion. Just because you got a problem with them don't mean God does. And you need to lose your attitude so that you can win somebody to Jesus. For they will know that you are his disciples by the love you show one to another. I'm not hearing too much of anybody. But the truth of the matter is we have failed at a very important task to show forth the love of Jesus Christ. We fight too much. We use our weapons against each other because we don't take this. When I realize, when I realize that my battle is not with you, I can ignore your foolishness and still love you. I ain't got to wage war in return. All I got to do is hold my peace and let the love find my battle. I got to show forth Christianity because if I'm serious about this thing, it is a life that I've got to portray and not an act that I put on. It's got to be an everyday experience with me. And I got to be so serious about this that I check myself, that I weigh out my own methods and I weigh out my own motives and I, I stop myself from erroneous behavior and I sit down and take rebuke and take correction and let the true leader show me where I've gone wrong. I'm not above correction. Correct me to keep me from shipwreck. Correct me to keep me from hurt, harm, and danger. Correct me to keep me in line because I take this thing. Oh, I take this thing. I take this thing seriously. Sit down, let me finish this. I was born again, hallelujah, for a divine purpose. I wasn't born again just to give me a get out of hell quick pass. I wasn't born again just to, just to you know, avoid the, the destruction that's coming. That was, that was one of the things, but that's not what I was born again for. I was born again to show forth the glory of God. I was born again because he loved me despite me. He loved me in spite of me. He loved me in my worst estate. He loved me even before I got here. He loved me so much that God so loved the world that he gave. Even before I came on the scene. He loved me so much that he died in advance for my sin. I don't hear anybody here. He hung on the cross thinking about me. He wouldn't let the fear of death stop him. He had to put a nevertheless in there because he knew I was coming. He was just that serious about saving my soul that he had to forego his own fear so that all of us could live. That's taking it seriously. And now we've got to return. We've got to return. 
we've got to return the favor now we got to live for him and we got to dispose of our past life and we got to walk in the newness of life and we've got to lay aside every weight and every sin that doth so easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith we've got to take this serious somebody put a praise right here somebody praise it's got to be something that is that is literally important it's got to be important it's got to be important because if we belittle this others will not find the truth of God if we tear down our own house others will not find the sanctuary there's a lot of stuff that we do for the sake of entertainment that is against the truth of God I'm talking about as Christians there's, 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 there's a there's a, a, a uprising of shows that depict the church and the gospel as a as a as a as a, as a business and, and, and as a you know as a bunch of people that are enterprising and they only use God to get to the next level and they, you know and this is what we we watch we watch it we Christians watch the demise of our own ministries support the demise of our own ministries because we have lost reverence to the point where we forgot that we're supposed to say nope turn that off because that's not the church I don't hear anybody I will not support with ratings that which tears down my house I don't hear anybody here this is too important for us to allow people to make it a, a sport It's our, it's, it's our very life. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. This is important. This is my daily bread. It's not a Sunday thing. This is my daily bread. Your very word spoken to me. I am so serious. And I, I, I'm desperate for you. And another watch. And I. without you it's just that serious
it's just that serious, y'all. You're all I've ever needed, Jesus. You're all I want. Hallelujah. Help me know you are near. It is just that serious. He is my daily bread. He wakes me every morning. His hand touches me. My eyes open that could have remained closed. My life continues that could have been snuffed out in a night's sleep. But he with his hand of mercy touches us. And we rise to see a new day. And with every rise, we have a brand new mercy. Y'all not hearing. We've got to get back to the point where we are so sober-minded that we expect God to do and be who he is. So sober-minded that we make sure that we keep him high. Remember Isaiah. Remember Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. He was not like religion painted him. He was not like the crucifix hanging in the church. He went beyond the confines of human explanation. Human verbiage could not depict it. So all Isaiah could do is explain it the best as he could. He said, when I saw him, he wasn't on my level. It was too serious. He wasn't on my common level. When I saw him, he was high and lifted. Somebody say seriously. He was high and so high and lifted up that he couldn't fit in the temple. Only his train fit in the temple. That's the residue behind him. That's, that's the tail of his garment. The God that we serve the heavens of heavens can't contain him. He is God. He is God. He wasn't on my level. He was high and lifted up. And his train Understand, Isaiah is already a prophet, but he is seeing God in a greater way. He is developing more reverence with God after Uzziah dies. Hallelujah. Sometimes people have got to move out the way, out of your heart and out of your life, so that you can see God in his true essence. Sometimes we put people on a pedestal, and we don't realize that they cannot take the place of God. 
God stands alone and sometimes God has to move things out of the way so that he can be seen so that he can be reverenced I don't hear anybody here I don't hear you here it is not uncommon that some of us place things on a pedestal that's higher than it should be and God says until you move that I cannot move because you can have no other God beside me your job cannot be greater than me your family can't be greater than me your, I don't hear anybody here you have got to put God in a place by himself he's not first in your life he is the foundation that your first is built upon he is the very root and the very meaning and the essence of your living oh God Isaiah sees God in a greater way we have got to see God in a greater way I am ending here but I think that this is going to probably be an ongoing theme until some of us sober up. There was an old mother that's in Detroit that said, God ain't nothing to play with. Sounds funny. But she would sing in testimony service. God he ain't nothing to play with. God, he ain't nothing to play with. God, he ain't nothing to play with. If you want to play, go get you a toy. No, it sounds funny. But that was to bring us back to a point of reverence. To know that no matter what we're going through, we got to keep God high. And we got to be so serious about him that we're not afraid to own up to him in whatever arena we find ourselves in. You can't go into the job and go, well, I can't, you know, I'm on the job. I can't talk about religion on the job. But they can talk about what they did. And they can cuss and talk about what they want. And they can act the way they want to act. Guess what? We call for equal opportunity. Because it's just that. I don't hear anybody. We call for equal opportunity. While we're sitting in our cubicle. While we're working our shift. Hallelujah. Sing a song that's going to draw attention. Just sing a song. I love Jesus. He's my say. What you singing? Oh, I'm singing a song about Jesus. Start a conversation. It's just that serious. Provoke a conversation. It's just that serious. Y'all don't hear anybody. I, tell, tell, start going to the job. Say, you know, I, I prayed for you yesterday. You prayed for me? Yeah, I prayed for you. Why? Because it's just. Go sit there, go, 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 go. Watch your neighbor while they're mowing the lawn, while they're carrying bags in. Talk to your neighbor. Say, hey, can I offer you, a, can I offer prayer up for you? Do you need anything? Why? Barely, you, some of us don't talk to our neighbors at all. But that neighbor is sitting right next to you 
house or apartment right next to you on their way to hell while you got their answer in your mouth. I, for those of you watching, I'm losing the audience right now. I'm losing the audience because I'm talking responsibility. When things get really serious, they become something that you're responsible for. And there's an, there's an essence of accountability when you are really serious about something. I don't hear anybody here. And we have, we've lost that sense of responsibility. It's not that serious to us to, 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 to break ranks with, 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 with the common practices and to talk to people about him. Can I walk for a couple of seconds? I got, I got uh, seven more minutes before I stop. We have lost the, 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 the urgency. We are, we're, we're still trying to get ourselves in the right standings with God that should have been already accomplished. The blood has already washed us. We've already been baptized in his name. We've already got the fullness of God. Now what's stopping us from taking him so serious that we go into the realm of purpose? The realm of purpose meaning that we've got a job to do. We've got to talk to people. We have got to make this known to them. Anybody? Anybody? Your silence means that you really haven't taken this as an assignment. Your silence is deafening. We've got to get to a point and a place where we become responsible. We've had some great impartations this morning, this afternoon, at the beginning of the service. But for what? For what? Do we take what we've gone through seriously? Dude, are, are we coming to church just for the thrill like junkies with a, with a hit? No, think about it because some of us, yeah. We come to church just to get that, that, that rush to get that spiritual rush. Want to dance, somebody lay hands on me. Somebody get that organ running. Prophesy to me. For what? What have you done with what you've already had? Online, in-house, what have you done with what you already received? Why have you let that languish? Why have you let that languish? Because you didn't take it seriously. A lot of us are just, you know, emotional junkies. You're laughing, but I'm serious. Lay hands on you, you fall out, and nothing changes. Speak in tongues. Can't speak in English your assignment. No, hear me. I'm not throwing off on people. I'm just, I'm just correcting stuff. What are we doing and why are we doing it? How, 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 how sober-minded are we? Why are some of you, and I'm speaking prophetically now, why are some of you backing up from the call of God on your life? You can't hide in the congregation. 
This is prophetic. He just shifted. This, this is a rebuke for some of you that are hiding in the congregation. You can't hide in the congregation. Why are you shying away from the call that he called you with? Why are you using excuses? You're not taking this seriously. And what happens while you are in your valley of decision of whether you'll yield to him or not? How many souls pour into hell? How many souls go unspoken to? How many souls are not delivered? Because we're not taking this seriously. What was the reason he saved you? Because he saved you for a purpose. What, 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 what is the reason? Brother and sister, the clock is ticking and Christ is about to return. But, but, some of us haven't been sober. Some of us are virgins, meaning that we're church, we're saved, but we're not wise. Some of us are not carrying enough oil. I'm talking to you. Because you think that scripture was just for that period? That scripture was talking about our time now. That, that, that what Jesus depicted was talking about today. There's seven candlesticks. That's talking about our churches today. There's a Laodicean candlestick. I'll explain that later. But the bottom line is this. We're saved for a reason. And we're not taking it serious. And people are attached to our obedience to God. And they need us to be in line. And they need us to represent the Christ that will change their lives. 